Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. The Michigan men's basketball team is headed to the Indianapolis bubble. We look at what the Wolverines need to do to achieve their goals of winning a couple more championships. Right now on Wolverine Confidential. Now, is this a true bubble? Are they going to like not be able to leave and, and, and leave their hotel room? Yeah, you know, of course, I think because of the word bubble associated with, you know, professional sports and all that, they're just trying to get around it. You know, it's a it's a controlled basketball environment, Aaron. Okay. Um, uh, but but yeah, uh they, you know, Big Ten's in a unique situation because the their tournament is in Indianapolis and that's where the NCAA tournament is. Um, a bulk of it at least. There, there's gonna be some games played in Bloomington and West Lafayette, which are about an hour away. But yeah, it sounds like they've been asked, you know, Izzo said, Tom Izzo, Michigan State coach said, they've been asked to just stay. Those teams that are in position to get an NCAA tournament bid could be a little awkward for some teams that are then on the bubble that it doesn't happen. But yeah, as opposed to uh, say, you know, all these other all these other conference teams that are, you know, these teams in other conferences that are playing, um, you know, playing at other places that'll just show up uh, later, later this weekend. But yeah, the being asked to stay, which means, yeah, they'll be there for, the, the full duration of, of, you know, their stay in the NCAA tournament was, which for Michigan, they're hoping to be a long time. And yeah, on a, on a floor of a hotel is where they'll be pretty much yeah locked, locked down. I want to say, I mean, today, as we record this uh, Thursday, March 11th, this is, you know, for many people, the pandemiversary, if you will. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah. I mean, for, for us, it's, it marks now officially at least a year since we've done this podcast uh, in person together, because this date last year, um, is when the Big Ten tournament started, March 11th. There were games played that night. The NBA had a positive test that night with Rudy Gobert. And then the next morning, Michigan was supposed to play, and they were pulled off the floor against Rutgers uh, with minutes on the on the pregame clock, and then kind of the world shut down. Was the NBA guy the one that touched all the reporters' microphone yes. uh, recorders and then, like, joked? <laughs> I mean, that was a year ago? Just wild that, like, he did that. And then it wasn't just like the NBA had a positive test and then had a shutdown and it was like, whoa, this is pretty serious. He was the player who mm-hmm. had it. So yes, just, yes, Ryan, referring to Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, just going out of his way to touch all of the reporters, recorders. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what the heck he was thinking, but yeah, here we are. So now we're going we're gonna to try to do this do this again in, in, India, in Indianapolis. Michigan will we'll head there. Uh, today, Thursday, they'll play the winner of Michigan State against Maryland, which will be happening, you know, probably by the time you listen to this, could be over. So, yeah, there'll be a third third matchup with 
Michigan State or in, in nine days or, uh, you know, a third meeting with, with Maryland this season. They beat them. They beat them twice pretty handily earlier in the season. But but yes, you know, Aaron, as you mentioned, it is a it is a bubble. They're going there and they're planning to stay for a while. Is this? I mean, do you think there's a preferred opponent if you're Michigan? I mean, you you beat Maryland by double digits twice already this year. Uh, you split with Michigan State as we just saw. I mean, do they? Yep. I don't know. Is there a better matchup? Is there? I mean, would they prefer playing Michigan State just because of the rivalry aspect? What do you What do you think? I mean, I think they should beat whoever whoever it is they they face. But yeah, probably Maryland has more troubles matching up with Michigan even even than Michigan State does. So yeah, I think I think you'd rather face face Maryland, but shouldn't matter too much. You know, obviously we'll see if Eli Brooks could go. I don't know the way the players were talking yesterday. It's just not hard to see them sitting him, resting him for this, you know, big 10 tournament with the thought of, you know, having him more healthy for, for the NCAA tournament. Do we know how serious it is? I mean, is it just a sprain? Have they said any inclination about like giving it any inclination about how serious the injury is? They have not. And I, you know, I wouldn't expect it. I, I would think, you know, uh, tomorrow or around this time when I'm, you know, in the arena, we will see if he's warming up with the team or not. Um, and that will, that will kind of tell us what, where he's at, but you know, he was in wearing the boot, you know, as of, as of yesterday, it seems like we talked to the players before their practice and they, you know, they noted he hadn't practiced the day before. So he didn't practice on Tuesday. I don't know. We'll see, you know, probably means Sean D Brown stepping into the starting lineup. I think he's, he's like kind of the perfect six man as a starter. I mean, he'll just need to be a little more, controlled he brings so much energy but it's almost sometimes a little too much where he you know foul has become a bit of an issue yeah so i, I don't know it'll be it'll be interesting but i think they should they should be able to beat michigan uh or michigan state or or maryland no matter what uh you guys looked at this bracket again we've got by the time people listen to this you know the the thursday games will be will be underway too but still the the top teams wouldn't have played yet with the quarterfinals are there any any little picks you want to make or dark horses or anything like that i know this may not go off well with Michigan fans given the the back and forth the last few days. But I, I like it. I like Illinois. I, uh-huh. I think they're the hottest team coming into the tournament. They're probably one of the healthiest at this point. They got they're gonna play the winner of Indiana Rutgers and then they probably got Iowa. I think they match up well against considering you know they, they have someone that can kind of like neutralize Garza to some degree. So I think Illinois at the least gets to the championship game. Whether they win, I don't know. But I think right now, if I had to put money down on the tournament, and I'm not going to, but I would definitely put my money in Illinois. All right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a popular pick, but I'm going to go a little bit off the wall here and and say Purdue. I mean, they've, they've won their last five in a row. They've won a lot of close games this year. I love their bigs. Uh, you got Ivy playing well. Uh, Stavanovich can, can hit from the outside. So, I mean, I, Give me, give me the Boilermakers to make some noise here in, in this tournament. Can they get by Michigan, though? That's the question in the semis. Yes, they Well, I mean, depending on Eli Brooks' status, and I, I, think, they, I think they could beat Michigan for sure. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So the, the Michigan-Illinois thing, I mean, it's just going to keep going on and on, and especially if they play each other again. I, mean, I, I kind of want them to, yeah. It should a, be. Absolutely. I mean, not really supposed to root for things, but like just from the intrigue and it's just the pettiness, it, it's great. Uh, you know, Hunter Dickinson was asked about, you know, what his, his, his thoughts were on Illinois stance on this whole thing. And I mean, I thought he had a great answer. He basically said, you know, they want to claim big 10 champs. That's fine. Uh, you know, Iowa can do it. Uh, you know, Maryland, my Penn state might as well. Everyone can be a big 10 champion, uh, you know, if they, if they want. So, 
yeah, I mean, I think that's basically how, uh, I think that's a good, good way to look at it, but yeah, I would think I, I like, I kind of like Illinois path there too. You know, Wisconsin is a team that, you know, I just, I just can't figure out. I think a lot of people can't, you know, ranked in the top 10 in the preseason brought all their play starters back. They're all seniors now, some fifth year. And yet, you know, just kind of very middling team 500 record in the big 10. And I looked all their wins. They didn't beat any of the teams that finished above them in the standings. I was just going to say, they're like the best of the middle of the pack. Like they, they can beat the bottom feeders in the big 10, but they can't beat the, the upper echelons. And right. But it's a tournament. I mean, you get hot and you win what, what they need, three, four straight games. I mean, it's, and you mentioned them being a senior laden team, you know, they're experienced. They, they know kind of how this works. You never know. Yeah. I mean, and you know, Iowa's got a, a starter with an ankle injury as well. And Joe Wieskamp, um, I'm not sure about his status, but, uh, I don't know. I think, I think maybe my, my sleeper pick would be maybe Wisconsin to at least, uh, sneak by them in, in the quarters, but then, you know, they would face potentially Illinois and that's probably where it ends. So I agree. I could see a, a Michigan, uh, Illinois championship for sure. And I think that would be a, that would be certainly intriguing. But yeah, Michigan is is going there. They'll take their their three buses, you know, to to be socially distanced and uh, uh, after practice today. And yeah, the plan is, you know, Juwan is talking about all the underwear he's packing, and he's, you know, the plan is not to come back until, I mean, after you know the national championship. That's what that's their their goal. Um, but yeah, no matter what, they're not returning until the NCAA tournament is over. I think that makes sense, just because I mean they're in the tournament anyway. Right. Why, why come back and, and deal with all that travel when you kind of get acclimated to the India area and find a gym to practice at and get used to like living out of a hotel for, for a few days or a week or two. So it's like, I, I would probably do the same thing if I, if I was too long. Yeah. And you know, school is being done. I mean, you can make your jokes about what the priority that school takes this time of year anyway, but you know, it's, it's all virtual for them pretty much anyway. So, I mean, it, it, in that sense, they truly, there's no classes to come back to attend anyway. So yeah, it is a, uh, a unique season and right through to the end, but we, we made it here again when, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of doubt about, about whether we would. And until Michigan actually, you know, tips off and gets through their game, I guess we haven't truly come, you know, full circle and, and made it all the way back yet, but, you know, certainly seems like we're going to get there. So yeah, Michigan will have to, uh, you know, certainly play better than they have you know, the last you know, 10 days or so now the players talked about individual things they want to, they want to do. You know, we talked to Franz Wagner, him, it was like, you know, being, being aggressive from the start, you know, kind of not waiting to kind of feel out the game, just asserting himself. Hunter Dickinson said some similar things and, and more specifically was talking about how teams are taking away that little left jump hook, playing him on his right shoulder. And he's got to start using his other hand more to, to open things up. So yeah, I think there will be a good plan. We never got to see Juwan in the postseason setting last year. As we mentioned, you know, they, they looked very good early in the season last year when they you know, were in the Bahamas playing three games in three days. So those short turnarounds, they've proven to be OK. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how it all goes. So Michigan opening Friday, 1130 a.m. in the quarterfinals against either Michigan State or Maryland. Stay tuned for MLive.com slash Wolverines for more coverage. Thanks. Thanks.